This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out takes. Almunia saves. Knock out follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Joining us for the opposition view this time round, more professional than these two, is Chad from the Red Half of Sheffield <laughs> podcast. Uh, how are you, Chad? Oh, I'm not. I'm not too bad, Justin. And uh, thanks for having me on, guys. I mean, I said it before we started recording. You guys are my favorite podcast team trio. We paid him for this, by the way. No, the money, the money is somewhere across the Atlantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere lost in the ocean. Uh, yeah. But no, you guys are my favorite podcast to come on. And I, I wish, you know, aside from the two times that we play you guys a season, it's like I kept looking at the, the schedule. It's like, when is Watford coming up? When is Watford coming up? I want to be on the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. You guys are the best best around. You, you have fun. You let loose. I mean, it's it, – I don't know. I don't know what to say. Thanks for having me on again, guys. That's you are welcome, sir. You are welcome. And don't forget, if you are also deranged and on another podcast, we'll let you come on and say things about us like that as well, too. <laughs> right, here we are. We are looking forward to playing uh, the reverse of the first game of the season. We got a 1-0 win uh, against Sheffield United on the first game. But since then, you've had a, a good season, but a bit of a blip at the moment. But we will be going into that. Um, but the first things first, Chad is here which basically means that you're our absolute favourite since the last time West Brom didn't turn up. We're going to start with our review of Sheffield United, this time with extra extra added content about the opposition, because we knew fuck all about West Brom. So here we go. We're going to take a look at Sheffield United, and Chad is on hand to talk, to talk to us about it. We're going to start with your home and away record here, Chad. At home, you have been very, very impressive. 2.06 
points per game is nothing to be sneezed at and you're looking at two goals a game conceding one goal a game we know what that means it means you're going to win 2-1 that's looking pretty good and your points away from home are not to be sneezed at either when we took a look at this uh, last time with West Brom boy were we filling for time we did actually bring up the fact that you know when we looked at the whole table for both home and away you were in second place for both of them you so you seem to be be doing pretty well there have you seen a difference between home and away as to how Heckingbottom has set up or has it just been you just kind of carried on with the same formation all throughout? No, honestly, it's a pretty impressive home record. We have built sort of Fortress Bramble Lane and and away from home, we haven't been the best. I mean, we've we've still been grinding out results. And to be fair, you you said two points a game and in just a, a quarter of a point away from two points a game on the road. It's a pretty impressive season. Although you know we say Fortress Bramble Lane, then the Middlesbrough come in and stuff us three one. If we play like like we did against Middlesbrough, we'll probably be okay. And then we go away from home and Millwall. The the scoreline is not indicative of how good. Millwall were. We were second best in the first half, better in the second half. As soon as we get the second goal, then they go the other end and Bradshaw caps off his hat trick. And it's like, we called our way all the way back in this game to just give it away in the snap of of your fingers. And it's 3-2 and it's game over. And we suffer back-to-back losses for only the second time under Paul Heckingbottom, which is pretty pretty crazy. We are ripe for the taking. You know, it, it's a little bit of a blip. We should be able to get the ship righted. We're, we're staring Watford in the face Saturday, 3 p.m. kickoff. It's not an easy game. We, we know what the story of the season has been. You and Burnley have got away from the rest of us and, and fair play to you. But this wobble that we're talking about and and it's fair to say Middlesbrough's rise has really kind of caused it to, to, to be an issue for you there. And we, a, a lot of people would have seen the middle for a game but we also you know we've caught a cold against against Millwall they can turn anybody over on a given day I think uh, you know I'm, I'm quite surprised when I see Millwall actually have a funny kind of non-event of a, a, of a performance and why they're not actually stronger because when they turn up they can really really turn up how are the fans at the moment in terms of Heckingbottom because you're just having this wobble is everybody sitting comfortably and we know where we are or are we all just looking over our shoulder at uh, at the uh, at the Middlesbrough crew coming in it's a bit of a split fan base you know if you would have been on the internet yesterday after full-time whistle blows you know we had the we had the early kickoff so we were on we were on display for everybody waiting for the the 3 p.m kickoffs the fan base got split down the middle honestly and and i would i wouldn't even say down the middle i would say more of the 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 fan base is saying oh god here's the wobble here comes middlesbrough the the leads down to four points albeit we have a game at hand which if we were to win that game the deficit it would would balloon to seven i think the fan base is a little bit of split and you know i'm i'm usually pessimistic in saying oh god you know we're gonna throw this away we've got what 15 14 games left in the season we've still got plenty of games left to right the ship we haven't played this amount of teams that are up in our up near the top of the table in a cluster all season. We've kind of played Norwich here, Burnley here, Watford at the beginning of the season, Middlesbrough. You know, it, it, it hasn't been in like one 
type of murderer's row. And that's what we're staring down. Now we've got two defeats, Burrow, Millwall, you guys Saturday. You know, if we drop points against you guys, everybody's going to be like, sack the manager. The team's going to go into administration. We're going to go out of business. We're going to be in the National League down there with our friends, Wrexham, who I hope stay there forever. (laughs) You know, just they're going to go completely from zero to 100 and say, Oh my God, we're going to, we're not even going to make the playoffs. We're going to finish. We might get relegated this season, but it's that type of fan base. When you start off so good this season and build such a lead, and then you just feel it slip and you feel it like almost slip through your fingers right now. If we can get the ship righted and navigate ourselves to get, you know, a draw or a, a win against you guys, I think it'll calm everybody back down and be like, okay, it's not as bad as everybody presumed it was going to be. So it's fair to say that with your cup exploits, welcome to Wrexham isn't on every Sheffield United fans kind of uh, viewing this. Now you've done it. No, <laughs> no, no. You want, you guys want to hear a rant. Oh no. You're just, you're, you're, you're turning the screw into the diluted fan base. That is Wrexham AFC. And leading up to the first cup, tie at the race course ground we had a wrexham podcast fearless and devotion tom from that podcast came on our podcast right half of sheffield and and gave his inputs into what he thought was going to happen in that tie and you know he you know he thought he was going to be a great tie blah 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 finishes three three wrexham were were the better side in the second half deserved to win we Mm -hmm. got the last gas winner Return fixture, Wrexham, you would have thought they were competing with Man City and Arsenal for the top of the Prem. I didn't know they were that high up. Then the the reverse fixture happens, and the officials, the commentaries, especially over here in the States, they wanted Wrexham to win. Hands down, the most biased commentary I've ever watched in my life. Glad we came away with the the win, and we did the little, we see you, because Wrexham did that when they got drawn against Tottenham. And they, 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 yeah, we know that wasn't at, at the race course ground against Blades, it was almost a little bit of here you can have your little your arrogance. Here you go, you can have it on a plate and eat it and be happy with it and stay down in the National League. And I hope they never get promoted out of that league. And then their owners have to sell the club and they stay down there forever because that is the most you're a deluded fan, fan base. You're a big fan, aren't you? Deluded fan base I've ever you know because. <laughs> You know, welcome to Wrexham. They capture the hearts of the American fan base. Oh, my God, this underdog story. Oh, my God, it's the greatest team in the history of the world. You're the fifth tier of English football. Fifth tier. You lost. What was the final of their, their playoff semifinal? 5-4. You lost. You didn't get promoted. Oh, my God, we're going to have season two. So let's pump more money into this club. Let's get them up. And now everybody and their brother walking around on the streets have a Wrexham shirt. Oh, my God, Wrexham. I, we we talked. We were in a Twitter space after that game, and they said within five to seven years, Wrexham are going to be in the prem. I said I, I didn't say it because I didn't want to hurt their feelings. But I'm like, I just wanted to say you guys are the most diluted fan base in the entire world. You'll probably be in League Two for the next five years, a.k.a. Selford City. The 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 the, the, not the 92 group, they can't even get you out of League 2. They can't even get you out of League 2, and they've got all kinds of money. You guys are diluted. Come on. What What's going on? What have done here, Peter? <laughs> that is a – to say we were – for for the Wrexham fans, Deadpool is dead. Deadpool is dead. He it lost, says here. 
he lost at Bramall Lane 3 1. Hold on. It says here on the instructions find Sheffield United fan, ask about Wrexham, retire to safe distance. Who knew? Anyway, <laughs> there we go. And then, and then for their fan base, he's off again. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I, I'm not one for social media and whatnot. The the Noah that that runs our, our social medias and, and he's the other half of the red half of Sheffield. He does all the social medias. I don't. I don't interact with social media because everybody are keyboard warriors behind the behind the computer. But for a fan base of Rexon to say we are rattled with Billy Sharp's post game comments and and all that, and then he gets charged by the FA for speaking his mind and saying like they were making this more than what it was and all that, and then he gets charged by the FA. Piss off, in my opinion. I, I, I could care less what Wrexham do. And, and it, it's a great story. They're owned by American American owners. I get that. But they're also trying to capture the American market as Chelsea are, as Man City are, as Man United, Arsenal, Tottenham, Liverpool. All those teams are trying to capture the American market. And this little little team in, in, in Wales are trying to capture the hearts of billions. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <whistles> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. In the fifth in, tier. In, in fairness, we are also trying to conquer the American market. Um, two Americans at a time. Uh, Carlos is head of that particular project. <laughs> Inv- involves, involves them coming on our podcast, us basically asking if they're going to come. They turn up two weeks later, and then Carl gets them mind-blowingly drunk. It's yes. a great scheme. Well, Chad, Chad, Chad would have been the first one of that. Yes. Uh, yes. I would have. Yes, I yeah, would have. Yeah. And, and, and to this day, it kills me that I didn't meet up with Carl at Vicarage Road against Burnley at the beginning of the season. You would have had a hangover the next day, my friend. That's, oh, that's, that's fine. Awesome. I would have been going back to the States anyway with a hangover. I would have slept the entire way. A great story I read on there's a there's a uh, an email service that you get. It's called The Upshot, and it comes out on a Friday. And it was a story about Todd Bowley, who now owns a part of Chelsea. And he's in with a load of agents, and they're asking him, how are you going to pay this £500 million that you've just invested? And he went, it's easy. We, we qualify for the Champions League each year, and, and they pay us hundreds of millions. It's fine. And they went, yeah, but you don't get in that automatically, and you won't get into that. You're 10th. And he went, no, 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 we're, we're in it every year. No, we are. And they went, yeah, but you're 10th, and Graham Potter's not having the best time of it. You won't get that this year. No, 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 it's fine. Apparently, he's then hustled out of the, out the meeting, brought back in and gone, yes, apparently that actually is the case. I do apologize. <laughs> Love it, love it, love it. Deluded. That is the American standard over here. We spend as much money as we can because over here it's for owners of franchises in the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, because he he has a a helping hand in the LA Dodgers. You can spend an endless amount of money, but you'll make that revenue back by charging fans $15 for a beer, charging out the the wazoo for, for, for tickets, you know, 
marketing, social media marketing, selling shirts, selling different and sundries of anything marked with the LA Dodgers. It's just a part of the American delusion when they go into this blank. Oh my God, we don't make that money because we don't qualify for that tournament. And I just spent 500 million pounds. We'll, we'll call our brothers at Barcelona and figure out how they work the system to, uh, to, yeah. to get all their players. Registered. I, I, I mean, I mean, two things. There is the fact that whenever I've had a chat with guys from America, when I explain relegation and the whole kind of pyramid and the table, first of all, they go, "What, really? Wow!" And then they, you, you, you see the lights come on. And they go, "Oh, wow, that's that's real jeopardy, isn't it?" Yes, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 it's not the same thing. The other thing I just need to type in is make mental note: new podcast up the wazoo. Excellent. Right. Okay, good. So, so let's go back to let's go back to what we always do on our preview show, which is we tell you who your star man is, and then you tell us bollocks. That's not right. We're going with Illiman and Day, who we didn't see really pull up trees at Watford in that first game. In fact, he missed a bit of a sitter, but he's got 10 goals. He's got seven assists, which puts him at the top of the, the goal contributions. I think McBurney's got one more goal than him so far this season. Is he your star man or are we as ever talking out of what's now known as our wazoos? No, I mean, you're, you're, you're spot on. Illiman and Day has been, he's playing above above the championship. I believe Everton were were in for him. A, a, a whole host of Prem teams were in in for him at the transfer in the transfer January transfer window. If we don't get promoted and the wheels come completely off, he will be playing for probably a team middle of the road in the Prem that are secure, if not higher. Yeah, he is an absolute star man for us. Goals come from him, a transformation from Last year, start of the season, we didn't even know who he was. We put Paul Heckingbottom in as our manager, and all of a sudden, the Prince said, hey, we have to have this Illuman and Die in the side. Comes in first game, has an influence. Basically made his name against Fulham away from home when he scored an outrageous goal, and then it's been almost his stock has risen since that game, and he's been the best and most influential player for Blades all season. We got one. We got one finally. <laughs> Law of averages said. Absolutely. Right. If I throw a hedgehog at a dartboard somewhere, I'm going to, well, I'm going to either injure a hedgehog or I'm going to hit a treble 20. Don't, not sure that metaphor works, but never mind. Excellent stuff. So, Illiman and Day, we like that. We're now going to come on to what we, what we like to call one, two, three. This might be interesting. We may go off on a tangent here. <laughs> Kel surprise. Fine. I'm down for it. So, we look at three players who played for both clubs. Justin, could could you name one of the players that we have currently on screen? Most certainly. Uh, Darius Henderson on the right-hand side there. Carlos, could you name another player who is sitting there currently I, on I the mean, screen? I, the one on the left looks like Brenda from the hairdressers down the road. But um, <laughs> the one in the middle is definitely Mr. Robert Page. Mr. Robert Page in the middle. So we have to turn to Chad and say, Chad, no, can, you, no can, you name, can you name the legend no on the left? No way. No, that's way before my time. No. Oh, oh, great stuff. I'm really, 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 really happy. In that case, you have to. I'm not even going to tell you who it is. And then I'm going to tell you whether or not you're right or wrong. I love a bit of power. I go mad for it. So what we do with these three players, with, the, with these three players, is you guys, Justin, Carl, you have to agree between you. Bearing in mind, you don't even know who one of them is, which I like. And then we'll go through and see. You have to decide one, two, and three as to the, leg- the size or, and the quality of the legacy at, in your case, Chad, the Blades, in our case, obviously, at Watford the Hornet. So let's start with Chad. Chad, of the players there on screen, 
Robert Page, he did uh, he did a lot for you guys. He played uh, 215 games at the Hornets, including picking up the uh, the, the championship playoff uh, uh, trophy for us. He captained but didn't manage to get you the win in the same game there. And 107 games for Blades. There's Robert Page there. There's also Darius Henderson, 105 games for, for the Hornets, 72 for the Blades, but a, a good scoring rate for both of those. And then the mystery player. Who would you say one, two, and three? Three, three with a hair on the end. Three, two, one on the screen. I'll go so, in, in, in order. Three, two, in one. In order. So we're saying number three is there. Justin, do you have any idea who who the Hasut player might be? You don't. So mystery man on the left is third in, in the list. Because A, I don't know who he is. And B, he can't be as big as the other two. I'm guessing Although at the end of this, you're going to go, oh, he's only one of our best players ever presumably i'm not going to say that to you right carry on second in that list would be hendo i mean he was a fantastic player for us in the 2005 2006 season wasn't that great the following season but he was kind of left on his own because uh marlon was injured but yeah i've got fond memories of hendo Uh, and first of course robert page graham taylor legend if you like played for us in two promotions uh lifted the trophy at wembley which we've had a a hold of let's not forget um we have we have we've, we've actually held that trophy uh so for me that's going to be mystery man then hendo then pagey well i'm gonna i'm gonna show you the stats of the name and then i'm gonna watch chad go oh shit right the third player oh played... am i not getting a go with this then oh am yeah I... no 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 go for it do you know oh, who right. it might be do you know <laughs> who it might be no, got carl's pissing... got it now well I, no i don't know i've got pissing clue <laughs> <laughs> no, idea. no idea who that is the third player is none other than Tony Curry. I knew it. I knew it. I was like, oh, man, that's a weird picture. That is a weird picture because it, it kept popping in my head. I was like, man, that might be Tony Curry. Yeah, now, so I was so- right. Three, two, one. Yeah. Three, two, one. <laughs> Three, two, oh, you're, you're doing it in reverse order there. Like, yeah. I like what you're doing there. Well done. Well done. If you don't win, change the rules. Well done. Okay, so <laughs> to- to- Tony Curry there, uh, he only played for Watford when we played in black and white. He played 18 games in the, in the 68, 69 season. Sorry, 67, 68 season, sorry. And he absolutely lit the place up. He scored six goals inside of his first four games as an as a 17-year-old. I mean, he was like, for those who remember Bruce Dyer, who we sold as the most expensive teenager, he was kind of the equivalent. He came in, he played for a short time, and then uh, and then a certain team from uh, from Yorkshire came in and took him. And he was voted in 2014 Sheffield United's player of all time with uh, 313 appearances, and he scored 54 goals. This is Robbie from AFTV, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast, and I can confirm it's brilliant. In that case, we get to the shittest part. I know you thought it couldn't get worse, but it's the completely rubbish DNSYE Prediction League, which has been shite with bells on the whole way through. We don't know. You you guys may actually get some results right, but let's face it, that's unlikely. But we always start with our guest. Chad, what do you think the prediction is going to be? Because you helped start this off. And in fairness, I had got a bone to pick with all three of you. Our first game, when I hadn't set out the rules, you know what happened? All what? three of you, all three of you fucked because went one all and i was like oh for christ's sake <laughs> so now you can no longer go the same because that's entirely pointless Chad, oh, yeah. you get the first call sir i'm gonna go two nil now i'm gonna go opposite of <laughs> what we did on the prior recording i'm gonna go two nil so that way we don't go one one draw yeah i'll go two nil blades two nil blades there's confidence there he thinks his star man who we've successfully predicted justin you're still at top with 15 points the nfl at uh, the uh, efl sorry nfl oh, there you go yeah. um the efl is at the bottom with 12 in the middle is Carlos. So, Carlos, you're next on 13 points. What do you predict? 
Here we go. I mean, I, I don't want to do it to you because I, I, I really yes, did. I, I really did him out of it last time against yes, West Brom when we recorded, and I feel bad for it. But however, one all, one all. Oh, you bastard! One. <laughs> 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 <You're a shit. laughs> so it, it almost feels like your your favourite scoreline has been taken away from you there, Justin. That's, that's a shame. You can't bit. go two. You can't go two nil blades. You can't go one one. Got to be nil nil. What are you going to do? Well, I mean, Two we are four nil blades. Four nil blades. I'm not going for. I, I, we are due a win. We are due a win. We haven't had one for so long. It feels like that. We probably have, but it feels like so long. Let's do it. Let's go to one Watford. I'm gonna hate myself. For well that. done. I can't do well one. Done. one Watford. Well done. That's what I like. <laughs> Thank you very much, Chad, for joining us on our podcast once again. Uh, good luck for the rest of the season, apart from when we play, of course. Obviously, we'd like to win that one if we can, but uh, it's been a pleasure having you on. Thank you very much. Cheers, boys. Thanks for having me on. Cheers, Chad. Thanks, Cheers. Chad. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.